0: Watch that dial. This is the morning shift. All
1: of them are really, really hot. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We are going straight to the WadeFord.com hotline. That is where we find Rusty Menzel joining us. Rusty, for a second, I was waiting for you to walk in through the doors. No, well I'm,
0: I'm, I'm trust me i'm still still pouring coffee in my eyes but i, <laughs> I can't clear up i can't clear up one thing I, I don't have any grays in my house see we call those we call those arctic blondes
1: Ar- arctic what <laughs> blondes
0: <laughs> yes it tears my daughter up my eight-year-old she's like dad those are grays. i'm like no those are arctic blondes i don't have gray hair
1: arctic blondes that is that
0: yes so Better you learn something you every week, Tiffany. I'm, I'm, you're, you're a work in progress. I'm shaping you up. We'll you get are. Our, we're getting our Instagram pictures. Dinner's ready. And just, <laughs> just, I'm, by football season, I'm gonna have you ready for that fifth start.
2: Well, Those Ru-
1: baby steps,
2: Russ. I need you in here helping me because uh, her and I have been um, air quote shop dressing this morning during commercial breaks. And when I say us, it's. Do you like this? Uh, no. What about this one? Know. It's not shiny enough. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man.
2: That's-
0: Sparkles. I I'm gonna tell you, as a dad of four daughters, I've learned just to stay out of the way and pray for my debit card. That's, that's my best. Just just please God, have something you want to adopt job. me this week. You Ooh, wanna, I need to crowdfund right off right this dress do, right before I do this. These taxes, yeah. I might need to see if I can get your uh, social security number. Maybe <laughs> I'll buy you a dress. Hey,
1: I'm about to send you the link. It's uh, I don't know what you <laughs> a little, kinda, might hurt my soul right here if I make this purchase. So, uh, let's get back to other purchases yeah. <laughs> that can be made. Yeah. In Sanford yeah. Stadium this fall. That? Now they're going to be able to sell beer uh, at your UGA games. Are you excited about yeah, this news? Uh,
0: yeah. Well, I, I thought it was coming at some point. My favorite, uh, I guess, my favorite message yesterday on Twitter when that was announced. Someone said they're acting like this sober, and uh, <laughs> so I thought that was, uh, I thought that was funny. But look, it is what it is. It's the way of the world now, and and um, you know, I think Georgia was one of the last. I think Georgia was the last school uh if I'm correct it doesn't didn't didn't sell beer in the uh in, in the in the normal seats in Sanford stadium so long time coming obviously it's um that'll be a money maker at some point wherever that goes uh but that, that's a long time coming i I, I figured it was going to happen sooner than later
2: rusty I know you've been keeping up with the senior bowl and mainly huh? you know it's 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 one of those deals where it's easy for you because you know all these guys anyways one of the guys that's uh had a really good day yesterday. Is Missouri defensive lineman uh, Darius Robinson? You know, this is a guy that I think he's six five, twenty six. He's mm-hmm. he seems to be pretty legit. What do you know about Darius Robinson?
0: I'll tell you what. I'll go even further on that. Like I I, I was I did uh, photography for our site for the Missouri game, so I got to stand on the sidelines. I'm gonna tell you something. Do you see Missouri in person. Do you see Rake Straw, who a lot of people think is gonna be a first round corner, their tackle, who's down at the left tackle. But yeah, their defensive line and. This, Specifically him, you see him yesterday, how powerful he is, how he's able to get off shed blocks, those things. So it doesn't surprise me that the players from Missouri are showing out. I, I'm I'm telling you now, when you see Missouri in person, it will. you're like, dang, man, they, they look good in person. I don't know if you had them this year, but uh, uh, I'll just say this, that Missouri looks the part. They had a tremendous year, and it doesn't surprise me that all their guys are doing well in Mobile.
1: Yeah, I wish I had a Missouri game this year because they, uh, they were pretty legit. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they were. Um,
1: Rusty, two guys, two quarterbacks out there in Mobile that uh, have been lighted up have been Michael Penix Jr. and then Bo Nix, who we talked in great length about today because there was an article out there in ESPN trying to throw out some predictions here and that maybe they Mm -hmm. land Russell Wilson in free agency and they end up drafting Nix uh, with the 74th pick of the draft. Uh, What do you like about those guys? And maybe do you like the possibility of either of those two guys fitting in in Atlanta?
0: Uh, Well, I... In all fairness, I covered Bo in high school. Uh I know his dad well. Patrick, uh, he brought him over to a camp, one of my camps, when he was a 10th grader, first time I ever met Bo. And, uh, man, he checks a lot of boxes. Um, he I, really I've had does. I, he, he checks boxes. Like, I've had some discussions with Mike Bobo before about him, uh, being around him at Auburn some. And and, um, and this guy, I, I, the best thing that ever happened to him, I know he's an Auburn kid, it's Auburn at heart, but it just wasn't the time for him there. The best thing that happened to him was going to Oregon, getting away from everything getting away from all that distraction and just playing football. And, um, you know, there's a lot of data I heard Andy and Randy talking about it yesterday about drafting quarterbacks. Now he's just 23. I think he played, I think he played 50 plus college football games. That experience is invaluable. He's 23 years old. Uh, I know the narrative on the 24 year olds, that that's kind of going to kind of change a little bit because of how, These um, this COVID year is going to push some quarterbacks, you know, into that age group. So uh, I like Bo Nix, man. The one thing that's about Penix and 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 just the injuries he's had, I think three season-ending injuries at different parts of his career. And uh, but but this guy's very very talented. His measurements, obviously, you know, for a quarterback, you you start looking at hand size. I mean, this guy's I think it was was ten plus on hand. So. Uh, you know, you never worry about him in cold weather. He's going to be able to spend the football. He had a great year at Washington and, uh, had a great two years at Washington. But, you know, Bo Nix really, I'm really interested in him because I'm telling you and Tiffany, you know, this when these NFL GMs and these people sit down with him, I mean, they're going to be really impressed. He's a coach's kid. I mean, he just checks a lot of boxes. He's athletic. Uh, I don't know that Bo Nix is a first round quarterback, but the narrative on these guys from the second, third round is not, you know, you're not drafting the guy that's going to be your franchise quarterback. I don't buy that. Uh, so I'm real interested in where Bo Nix ends up, particularly because I know him and I'm pretty confident in what I think he's going to be able to do in the next level.
2: One of the positions that the Falcons have to upgrade. they got to get a guy that can run away from people in the passing game. You know, I've – with the Senior Bowl's uh, littered with a couple of these guys. Really just stuff where this Zach Robinson offense, Rusty, where you have guys that, that work in that slot and that can make a living in there. You know, a couple of guys down there in Roman Wilson, uh, Ladd McConkey, who we kind of know here, but also Ricky Pearsall. Those three guys, who do you like the most? Because they all kind of fit, fit that.
0: Well, you look at all three of those guys and the one thing that's common is they can create separation. You know what I mean? And be a, they all got great hands and you know, you think about that Pearsall catch and the game is here one of the best catches you'll ever see. And then Roman Wilson makes probably the catch of the week so far yesterday in that highlight where Penix throws the ball behind him and he reaches back and one hands it. Obviously you see Lad McConkey and we're very confident in what he is, but you look at those guys, and I started watching my football nerd in me starts talking about red zone and how everything shrinks, and how the coverage is so much tighter, and you got to be able to create that space, just for a second to be able to throw it in there. And guys like that are, are valuable not only uh, in the normal passing game, but in red zones. Can those guys get off coverage when it's third and goal from the five? Uh, that window is very tight. You have to be able to separate for a second. Uh, extremely confident in Lab McConkie in a situation like that. You see, Georgia used him a lot in those types of situations to be able to um, to be able to get off coverage and stuff like that. My favorite, one of my favorite quotes ever was Steve Young. He said, "Hey, I went I in college and everybody was open. Well, I got to the NFL and nobody's open. So it's invaluable for guys like that that not only have great ball skills." but change the direction and to be able to separate just for a second because these NFL defensive backs are so good and let you play with your hands more than I've ever seen on the defense now. Uh, so those guys, you look at those those routes from Ladd McConkie, uh, being able to start and stop and create that separation is invaluable. I, I, I think the guy that's going to trend up as it goes on, I'm interested in how he works out and what he runs uh, when he goes to the combine.
1: Rusty, uh, looking at some of the DBs down there, who jumps out to you?
0: Well, you know, the ones that I love, uh, and he's not there. I just mentioned him as Rake Straw. I think that kid at Missouri's I've just seen him in person this year, like, man, I, that guy's like six ones long. Um, you know, you look at the kids that I'm familiar with, and, and I know Javon Bullard had a little bit of a tough time yesterday with Ladd McConkey, but Javon Bullard is so tough. He's one of those guys that's going to get seven, eight, nine years in the NFL if he stays. If he stays healthy because he can play all three phases of the game, he loves it. He's tough. Um, he'll stick his nose up in there against the run. The kid from Toledo, I don't know his name right offhand, but everybody projects him as a first-round corner. And I saw some guys yesterday in the call out calling him initial, out. One uh, on one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, know. thank yeah. you for getting no. – Yeah, I saw some guys calling him out yesterday because you get to call a player out. And these guys are like from these big power five schools. Like, I want the kid from Toledo. Well, he was shutting them down. And then I go in and look, and, yeah, he's projected. Most people haven't projected at some point, you know, in the first round. So I see that uh, in him. And and that's the, what the beauty of the Senior Bowl is. They don't care where you're from. Uh, this is this is elite on elite, and this kid's going to make some money this week.
2: Yeah, I was reading about him, and he he made a great play yesterday. That interception, the yep. way he was trailing, yep. that was unbelievable. Um, yep. Rusty, what about the offensive line? I know that Jackson Powers Johnson got hurt down there, but – is he the best center in the draft? The kid from Oregon,
0: that, probably. Uh, you know, you look at Cedric Van Praan, who most people think is going to be a, you know, a late third rounder. Um, and here's the thing I'll tell you about Cedric Van Praan, man. He's going to blow people away in his in his um, in his interviews. And he's a he's a two year starter, three year starter at Georgia, made all the calls. You know, went through Todd Monken's offense, was able to, to, the terminology, you know, people talk about Todd Monken's offense. One of the things that people said was kind of difficult was the amount of terms that each play had. You had to learn those things, and kids struggled with it. Um, you know the checks and those types of things. So he's going to have that on his resume. Uh, but I'll say this: you know, when when you have those big donor dinners and Kirby Smart gets a chance to run one player out in front of those guys and speak and represent your program, he did Cedric Van Praan. So you look at you look at him. He's going to be uh, he's going to be up there. But I, I would probably go with the Oregon kid as the first one to be drafted, probably. But uh, Van Praan, I, I would be surprised if he gets into the fourth round.
1: Oh, I like what you had to say there, uh, Rusty. We appreciate your time, as usual. Thank y'all. Thanks, don't,
0: Rusty. Um, we'll
2: stay out if of trouble. I don't get back
0: you, if I don't get back with you on that dress, just know that in, in my heart I purchased
1: it. In hard. your heart you buy
2: <laughs> Well, Rusty, if you buy her a dress, I might I might send a wish list.
1: It don't work like that.
2: <laughs> Thanks, oh, Rusty. Man, well, y'all enjoy it. Thank you. Appreciate it, Rusty.
1: All right. Up next, unfortunately, we have life of Square. Why is it unfortunate? I had to be mean to you today, and I wasn't yet.
2: Yeah, I know. You took your angst out on the person that couldn't defend themselves it.
1: It's in the past.
2: Is it? <laughs> uh, yeah, look. First off, I am, uh, I'm right around three hours out from accomplishing a goal I didn't think I could. Plus, Tom Brady's dad has some very interesting things to say about Bill Belichick. All next on The Morning Shift on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app.